Welcome to Cincinnati Foodies, a new community podcast talking all things food in the greater Cincinnati area. Subscribe to our channel for quick 15 to 20 minute bi-weekly updates on restaurant openings, closings, rumors, news, and more. We are your top secret foodie hosts, O-N-G, and we're keeping our identities hidden for now or until this podcast is so huge that we can't hide it anymore. Hey foodies, and welcome back to the Cincinnati Foodies Podcast. This is our first remote podcast because G is traveling this week, and we didn't want you guys to miss out on your regularly scheduled. So G, what are you drinking today? Well, I am on vacation, and I love making my own cocktails, so I am sipping on a margarita that I made with Don Julio and Graham Marnier, and I put in some fresh lime juice delicious um we are recording a little earlier than usual so i went mimosa i've been it's been a very busy couple of weeks with a lot of new places to try while you're traveling so i'm trying to take it a little easy yeah you you have been busy oh so how was your week yeah it was good this time of year is always so crazy but we were able to have a nice chill easter with our found family as my teenager put it and um he was my sous chef in the kitchen all day long which was very special and i really enjoyed our brunch at goose and elder before you popped out of town they just started serving brunch and are killing it the grits were so good and so was that egg sandwich with local local getta from Eckerline. Um, and the bread from Ale Bakery was so good. Their coffee is also from my favorite, their neighbors at Deeper Roots. And I love that they're open on Mondays. So they do seem to have a more extensive brunch menu on the weekends. And I'll have to get the family down there soon to check it out. How was your week, G? It was good. I, lo- I also really enjoyed our brunch at Goose and Elder. I mm-hmm. thought it was really good. And we did celebrate Easter. Um this past week but I went to Gallery Candy in Hebron Kentucky Mm. I thought that was kind of cool so I wanted to mention it um I've never heard of it before but it's kind of like a value candy shop that has like bulk case deals Mm -hmm. I got all the stuff for the kids Easter basket and spent under $20 oh wow yeah so I thought that was worth mentioning um and then I ate La Rosa's pizza like three times last week (laughs) (laughs) because I mean I was stressing about packing for the trip and everything is just so easy um but I'm enjoying being out of town for spring break having a little bit of FOMO knowing I missed the best of Cincinnati event and quite yeah quite a few more um that we have coming up this week Uh, but there's so many openings too and you know it's just good for the soul to be by the beach and recharge Oh, for sure. Okay, so let's get into it. For openings this week, we have... So today, we're going to start off with some exciting news for our Westside listeners who've been patiently waiting for local favorite Jews on the River to reopen its doors. Um, It's been two long years of being closed due to flood damage, and this popular restaurant is finally back in business. You may recall back in 2021, they experienced significant damage, uh, forcing them to shut down from that big flood on the Ohio River. But yeah, but we're thrilled to announce that after two years of hard work, this beloved eatery is officially back. The grand reopening took place on April 7th, and the community couldn't be happier. I'm so excited for them. I remember when that happened, everybody was freaking out. Yeah, and I'll have to link their Facebook page. And Mm -hmm. I 
reading about this place and like the way that they replaced it, like all of the bar equipment and everything is on wheels and the windows can be removed. So in the case of any future floods, they hopefully won't have as much damage. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Very smart. So next we're taking you to the east side at Anderson Township on Beachmont Avenue, where a new restaurant has recently opened its doors. Get ready to satisfy your craving for Mongolian stir fry at Yummy Bowl. Mm. Yummy Bowl specializes in customizable Mongolian stir fry bowls, allowing you to choose your protein, sauce, and even swap fried or white rice for fried rice or lo mein. They also are offering a wide selection of appetizers, ramen, udon, sushi, sashimi, and specialty rolls. Oh, wow. Um, we also have another, like, our, a new chain restaurant to mention. Yeah. Um, that has, it has over 3,000 locations nationwide, which is crazy. That's crazy. Um, right? But it's opening its first location downtown in Cincinnati. It's called bb.q chicken and it's a korean style fried chicken chain that brings an upscale like sports bar vibe to its really big space uh they have some great flavors including the sweet and smoky galbi and zesty gangjung along with bbq's Golden original fried chicken. Not sure why that was so hard to say. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The menu also features traditional Korean dishes like kimchi fried rice and then typical American sides like French fries and onion rings. So something for everybody. Um, Its grand opening is coming up at the end of the month of April this year. And it should be a good addition to the growing dining scene in Cincinnati's urban core. Yeah, I I definitely want to try it, but I'm glad you read off some of those flavors because I don't think <laughs> I could have pronounced them. <laughs> sure. They're, they're, they're tough. So, That's funny. If you are a fan of French toast, you'll be happy to hear that a new restaurant called French Toast Heaven is coming to Westchester Township. Owner Kevin Jordan, a.k.a. Chef Maurice, is launching a new venture, which features a menu filled with a variety of French toast dishes. Whether you want classic French toast with powdered sugar, or there's also unique variations like banana foster, cookies and cream, cherry cobbler, and fruity pebbles. So Ooh. they have something for every palate. I saw they had savory ones too. And okay. um, that's expected to open later this spring and a good local owned, you know, local chef run place. So that will be a cool one to check out. Love that. Now, you guys know that we love the Cosmic Gorilla pop-ups. Remember the Harry Potter one? Yes. Um, And there's a new one landing in Over the Rhine, and it's going to be just as good. I'm I'm very excited about it. Already talked to the kids. So attention, (laughs) intergalactic bounty hunters. Get ready to be transported to a galaxy far, far away with the new Star Wars-themed pop-up bar called Galactic Cantina. You'll find it in the Cosmic Gorilla comic shop near Finley Market. It's actually, you walk through the comic shop into the back, or there is a door around the corner. Um, This den of scum and villainy is the premier spot to refuel with unique libations and snacks, plot your next reward, and consult star maps for the best trade routes. They always do a great job with their theme pop-ups. We love them. Um, And they are always for limited time. So you kind of don't know how long they're going to do it. Obviously, if it's successful, they keep it going for longer. But um, definitely want to get in there soon for a Star Wars fan. Yeah, and I wanted to mention that they have under 21 hours, which I really appreciate because then you can Mm -hmm. bring your kids, obviously, like with an adult. 
or a Wookiee. Yes. <laughs> and that's until 9 p.m. Um, Galactica Cantina opens Thursday, April 13th, mm-hmm. and it will be open Wednesday through Monday. And you can find more information on their website or Instagram page. Yes, love it. Um, and then the owners of Igby's and Keystone have expanded their bar empire. What's going on there, G? So they put in a new addition called Killer Queens, and it's mm-hmm. located at the banks behind the stretch bar, which they already own. Um, details of the new establishment are sparse. I have not been able to like find a whole lot of information about it, mm-hmm. but it looks like they have pizza and a variety of different cocktails. Um, something to note is that they have 75 TVs. So wow. it's an ideal spot to catch a game at the banks. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the um, foodie influencer community was there, I think, after the City Beat event, I want to say, the other night. Um, I had other plans, so I, <laughs> so I ditched. But, I um... did, no, I did see some of their posts, and I spotted lots of neon signs. Yes. So it's like very pink and neon for what I observed. Yeah, so you can definitely check out. They, they had some good coverage, and you can see what that vibe's like for sure. Um, Baro is a new elevated sushi concept located at the corner of Race and Sixth. It's inspired by the Japanese isakaya. According to the owner, Baro is more than just a place to get a California roll. But I hope I could still get a California <laughs> roll there. <laughs> because I'm like the world's most boring sushi eater. So I mean, at least I can drink there, though, because I saw that they had a wasabi margarita. And I'm like all about that. Like I love oh. trying like weird and fun drinks. That sounds good. I'm actually a pretty adventurous sushi eater. The only one that I avoid, and it's funny because it's one of the only ones that's usually cooked, is eel. It used to be one of my favorites. And then one time, I swear there was still hair on this eel, and it like you could feel it tickling your throat on the way down. And I've oh, never, no. I've never gone back. <laughs> That's funny. I know, right? Um, so the knowledge bar and social room is opening up by the time that this podcast is published. It is a stylish modern lounge located in the new expansion of Hotel Covington called North. The lounge features a diverse selection of cocktails, wine, beer, and small plates and features a relaxing atmosphere that's perfect for socializing with friends. The menu is constantly evolving and features unique creations that are designed to be both delicious and visually appealing. Um, So you you went to this opening, right? I did. Yes. Um, There's a lot of cool history with the building as well. It's it's really great for date night or for a group. Um, The vibe was on point. They have like a separate section where if you wanted to do like a private event, you could, which is cool. And the bartenders were really, really great. Um, it was busy and they weren't even officially open yet. It was crazy. Um, yeah, the cocktails were a little on the high side, like it's a little pricey, but it's worth it for the show. Like we were thrilled to be treated by the bar to, um, a Valentino with smoke and a liquid knowledge, um, perks of being your local foodie guides. But, uh, (laughs) but we did stick around afterwards for a few more cocktails that we fully paid for. Um, they have a menu where it's, I like the way the concept's done. Like you can choose your tequila or choose your bourbon or choose your gin based on what you want. And you can look at the prices there and then whether you just get it rocks or neat or for a few more dollars, you can make it a cocktail like an old fashioned or an agroni. Um, 
So I really like the transparency of it. I feel like yeah. at any bar, like they'll have an old fashioned on the menu and it's with whatever and you can upgrade the liquor to whatever you want. But then sometimes you get the bill and there's like some sticker shock. Yeah, um, for sure. Let's face it. I'm not exactly a well liquor type of girl. Like, <laughs> like there's a place for a shot of wild turkey. But if I'm out drinking cocktails, like I want the good stuff. So I like the way they've done the menu. And you can even you can add smoke to any of them. And it was just a really cool vibe for sure. We liked it. That's cool. So the Yummy Crab House is offering all-you-can-eat crab legs, and people always DM our foodie account on Instagram, and they ask, (laughs) where can I get all-you-can-eat crab legs? So I thought this was worth mentioning. It is out there near Bass Pro Shops. Mm -hmm. And then something to note is that there's a 90-minute time limit. So follow their page for up, follow their Facebook page for updates. Um, I don't know how much longer it's going to be offered, but I thought I would mention the time limit because there were some people on the comments of their Facebook page, like, like making sure that everybody knew there was a time limit. So you can't like camp out there all day and eat crab legs, but 90 minutes is pretty fair to eat, you know, all you can eat crab legs. So I, first of all, I can't even imagine to continue to eat past 90 minutes. <laughs> I think that's definitely fair. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, and girl, I am so excited about this next one. So Wild Weed, which is a pasta centric pop-up restaurant um, that used to operate out of the now closed Mighty OTR. Um, they've announced that they're opening a permanent location. I'm pretty sure this is owned by a husband and wife. Um, it's going to be in over the Rhine. It's expected to open in late summer, or early fall. And then the menu will feature fresh homemade pasta and seasonally inspired dishes. Like, honestly, go to their Instagram page for just, like, some zen out. You can, like, watch them make pasta. And it's just, like, repetitive and, like, just... I'm zenning out right now just thinking about watching the rotini I was watching the other day. <laughs> I hope they um, have the pasta like available for purchase because mm. I've really been wanting to try it. But I also think it would be fun if we could like just go in there and buy pasta and then take it home and cook it ourselves. I love that idea. But so we'll see. Yeah. Okay. So the owners of Premier Shooting and Training in Westchester have opened an on-site bar called Tommy's Place. Tommy's Place has a focus on bourbon and classic cocktails, and it's styled like a 1920s speakeasy. It has a menu of craft old fashions, and all cocktails are available to be infused with smoke for an additional $2. Last time I checked, alcohol and weapons don't mix well together, so it'll be interesting to see how this place does. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Because it's a shooting range, right? And then they're like putting in a speakeasy there. Yes, but patrons who want to enjoy a cocktail after using the shooting range (laughs) must lock up and store their firearms and ammunition in their vehicles before entering the bar. Firearms are not permitted inside the bar. Um, Do you know I've never touched a gun in my life? Oh, wow. That's great. I have gone to shooting ranges before, but I'm not like going to a bar next door right after. (laughs) Well, I am sure that it is definitely a unique experience. So, so yeah. Cabana on the River, a popular riverside restaurant in Cincinnati, is set to open its doors for the 2022 season. The restaurant, which is located on River Road on the west side of Cincinnati, is known for its beachy atmosphere, seafood, and cocktails. Cabana on the River is expected to open on April 14th and will be open seven days a week from 11 a.m. to midnight. I've been to Cabana several times, and I love it. It's definitely a good hang it gets busy fast with when there's nice weather so keep that in mind 
Yeah. Um, and if you're on the hunt for a new breakfast sandwich and lunch spot in Covington across the river, you'll have to check out Pike Street. It's opening its doors or it just opened its doors on April 4th. The restaurant is also a new venture from Cedar Culinary Group, which we talked about um, in the last episode. We talked about their new restaurant, Cedar and Yucca. Um, so they're just growing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to get over there. That sounds like somewhere we'd want to try. Yeah. Um, there's a new restaurant that opened in Montgomery Quarter called Livery. They offer a wide range of Central and South American dishes, including empanadas and ensaladas, ceviche, tacos, and tortas. Girl, you got them all. <laughs> Four <laughs> dishes. I was worried about my pronunciation there. <laughs> For dessert, you can treat yourself to house-made churros, flan, or tres leches. The restaurant also boasts a fully stocked bar with an extensive tequila and cocktail list, as well as wine and beer. Now, oh, I know you went to this opening just a few days ago. Can you give us the full scoop? I did. So Livery is by Indianapolis-based Cunningham Restaurant Group. I know our listeners will certainly be familiar with their brew burger bar concept, BRU, the one that's downtown. Yeah. That has opened up a new location in Montgomery Quarter, which we covered either on the last episode or one before that. And then, um, yeah, the food was great. The service was top-notch. Like, they're very personable and attentive. And some of the kitchen staff got started at Boca Group at Nada and Boca and Soto. So, you know, they know what's going on there. Yeah. Definitely need to make the trek out. I honestly don't always send everybody straight out to a new restaurant. Like they just opened on Monday because um, they're generally like working out kinks and, you know, you don't want to overwhelm them when they're trying to open, but there's a ton of construction in the area. Like most of the quarters not even open yet. And um, also Cooper road is closed. So you want to come off of Ronald Reagan to get yourself there, but it lets you get a more like personable experience. And the staff were trained at another livery that is already open so they really like know what they're doing it's not like a brand new brand new risk restaurant um so it was like smooth sailing from everything i saw my favorite dishes were this cauliflower appetizer that they had and then the red drum which is only on the dinner menu it was kind of like a sampling of everything they do it had a white fish topped with a chorizo chutney and um chimichurri and then plated with yucca fries and sweet plantains. It was delicious. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> and the churros with the dulce de leche were delicious too. It's hard to find places that do churros. And then when they do, sometimes they're just, I don't know, kind of weird. But these are like kind of dense on the inside, but like light and fluffy too. It's like a balance. And then the outside is nice and crispy. And the dulce de leche was amazing it was so good so um yeah definitely get out to montgomery and check them out before it gets too busy to get a table because that is definitely gonna happen and that's funny about the churros i don't know if there's anywhere else in cincinnati that i've had churros like yeah i think of churros i think of like disney (laughs) oh yeah yeah yeah. i always get the one the churro card at disney so Mm -hmm. i have to try these and see how they level up to disney's yeah for sure love that okay and uh lastly we have taco john's which is a mexican food chain and they are set to open their first location in mason on april 17th now i feel like we're always talking about new openings in mason (laughs) but we've not mentioned this one yet like i feel like we're always talking about openings in mason and there's a lot going on there yeah a lot of mexican places too but we have not covered this one um i've never heard of this taco john's chain of you Mm -mm. 
Um, so, but they've been around for 54 years and this is the first one in Cincinnati. I was looking at their menu and it's kind of like a Taco Bell and okay. everyone raves about their potato olays. So okay. definitely try those if you go. All right. Sounds like it. Yeah. Um, so in closings, we only have one to report this week, G. Why don't you cover it? Okay, so Cora, the OTR restaurant known for its Eastern Mediterranean-inspired cuisine, has closed its doors. The restaurant owners announced the closure in a Facebook post thanking their staff and patrons for their support over the years. The post did not provide a reason for the closure, but the owners said they're looking forward to the next chapter. Now, I saw a bunch of influencers posting about this place a while back, like it was a few months ago. And I just had a hunch it wasn't going to be at the level for me based on what I saw. Then I came across this super mediocre review from City Beat, and it pretty much confirmed for me what I was thinking. So maybe that was just the problem. It was just like mediocre. Um, It may have been good at one time, but they were never able to get me through the door. And oh my gosh, I have to link this City Beat review because you guys have to read it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It was, I passed it a couple of times um, and I was curious about it, but I didn't hear about it when all the hype was going on when they first opened in 2020, when they had like this amazing chef team that was there. And then this place is like in a hotel. It's owned by, in the Kinley Hotel. It's owned by Marriott. It's part of their like portfolio. But it doesn't... It doesn't scare me to have a hotel restaurant to, that's no. in Cincinnati because we have really good hotel restaurants in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, this is, it, well, when it opened up, it was supposed to be on the level of, like, Metropole or Subito and those kind of uh, restaurants. But it just, they, they sacked the chefs. And then after that, it just never, like, it, they closed the restaurant and then reopened it. And it just never came back to what it was supposed to be, I think, um, according to that City Beat review that you sent me which was definitely a good read so I'm not too mad that I didn't try it at the end but it's just such a bummer of a story I hate to see that happen with such like a nationally recognized restaurant they were going to be recognized as one of the top restaurants in the country in GQ and then like fired their chefs and closed yeah I I feel like we see that in a lot of restaurants since we've been covering this podcast like it seems like everything kind of like falls apart once they lose their chefs yeah well or I mean if this was owned by if it was being run by Marriott like it's a big corporate structure like I feel like when we have local ownership and management that's when we tend to gel a little bit better because they understand the city exactly so it's hard Hey, Jay, what do you have for us this week? Hey there, what a week it's been. So Montgomery Road Watch is building a brand new location at Deerfield Town Center. Construction started. It's going vertical. It was the former Mimi's Cafe, and I think it's such a great fit for the market. Wow, that sounds amazing. Yeah, there's been a lot of hype up in that neighborhood of course we touched on last time the district of deerfield with the eagle in bakersfield and 50 west etc but this new development with first watch is exciting because it just further demonstrates how much of a demand there is in this market and what's most interesting is that there's a first watch over at harper's which is the intersection of montgomery road and kemper so the fact that they're putting two in such relatively close proximity to each other is really interesting, but nobody thinks that either will be, um, they're both going to do well, 
the new one on Mason Montgomery Road is likely not going to cannibalize the one at Harper. So it's interesting. Yeah. Every time I go in there, it's always packed. And I really love eating there. I always get the avocado toast. Yeah, I personally have never had a bad meal there. And yes, it's always packed. So I look forward to another one opening up that gives a more convenient option. Yeah. So you were telling us about Fusion. Yeah. So fast, casual, build-your-own sushi and bowl restaurant, Fusion, is going to open up another store down on Beachmont Avenue, which is great. I love Fusion. It's a healthy option. It's good. It kind of takes the um, the romantic aspect out of sushi, which it doesn't necessarily need because if I want sushi, I feel like historically you've always had to go to a restaurant and dress up, but maybe I want sushi after coming home from the gym or for a quick lunch. So anyways, opening one up down in Anderson on Beachmont Avenue is going to be great. It gives them an awesome presence on the East side. And they're also going to have a really elaborate outdoor patio and Beachmont Avenue has everything under the sun. I feel like if there's a store or restaurant that has multiple locations in greater Cincinnati, more often than not, one of them can be found on Beachmont Avenue. So this will be yet another convenient option for our sushi and bowl lovers here in town. Yeah, that area is huge. And uh, yeah, I think that that's going to do great there. There's so much yeah. there's so much that Beachmont Avenue has to offer, but I think that Fusion will work in great there forward to their opening which should happen later this summer oh great and then um what's going in montgomery quarter the newest restaurant announcement is kitchen social which is uh should be a delicious restaurant they're out of columbus actually founded by the folks from the brio bravo group which was always that delicious italian restaurant that you would find in power centers so Mm -hmm. Kitchen Social is taking a 4,500 square foot position right up front along Montgomery Road. It seems like a very robust menu and all the reviews I've read look amazing. So in that development, they've got a couple other retailers and I think one or two other restaurants that have not yet been announced. I believe one of them will focus on ramen and sushi, but definitely excited to check out Kitchen Social when they're ready to open. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited for that whole Montgomery Quarter area. It's uh, it's really going to be huge. Yeah, it's amazing because so not only do they have Adora, but the folks in and around Montgomery, now they have something super fun to do. So you always had downtown Montgomery, which is charming. It's right where Montgomery Inn is. And Forno has a location up there, but the, it was really just kind of a street. So this Montgomery Quarter is more of a project at the destination. They have green space. They have a park. They have a hotel with a rooftop that you can go get cocktails on. So this will really be a nice activation for downtown Montgomery, which it's super centrally located. So even those who don't live in Montgomery but live in the surrounding areas, whether it's Madeira, Indian Hill, wherever, Blue Ash, this is such a great convenient option to go to that you can park your car and enjoy several hours of eating and walking and drinking and it should be a really nice development once it's all put together yeah i love that and we're excited to follow you along on the journey as it gets developed yeah come along so we were talking about uh what is going on there's like something building next to madison bowl yeah so there's a new strip center that is almost finished with construction 
caddy corner to Madison Bowl at the corner of Kennedy and Madison, right as you enter Oakley from Madisonville in Columbia Township. It is anchored by Starbucks, as if the city needed another Starbucks, let alone <laughs> one literally down the street from their newer location that's up in Oakley, right by Holtman's Donuts. So this will be another Starbucks with a drive through And honestly, I feel like it's going to be just as busy as the one in Oakley. The one in Oakley has a drive through that doesn't quit, and the stacking is always busy. So this will hopefully be what we refer to as a pressure valve for how busy that store is. But it's just it's mind-blowing that two of the exact same coffee shops are going so close to each other. And then the pad, which is right next to where Starbucks is going, is going to be Swenson's, which is the kind of like a drive-in burger concept that's out of Akron, Northern Ohio. Yeah, we and love Swenson's. Yeah, there's one on Beachmont Avenue. Is that the one that you've been to? Yeah. Yeah, so they'll open up here in Oakley, which will be really interesting. But the more, the more monumental effect of this whole thing is that this pushes the quote-unquote Oakley market further south a bit. So as you go down Madison Road towards Madisonville, this is now taking what was once kind of a blighted property that didn't have a lot going on, and it's pushing the retail synergy further south, which helps Madisonville's explosion push further north, better connecting both of the neighborhoods. Well, and I always drive by that location. Like, I always find myself driving by Madison Bowl, and it'll be great to have, like, some quick, like, drive-through options if I don't want to go to all the way to Oakley Station. Right. And then the, the beauty of this particular development is that it's literally right on Madison Road. Oakley yeah. Station, nothing against it, but Oakley Station is, like, its own little city it within is. a city. So to get through Oakley Station, to weave in and around there, I mean – it's its own little commute. I mean, you might be able to see it and touch it, but it'll take you three, four, five minutes just to get through it. And in the world of retail and restaurants, as it relates to commercial real estate, those minutes are important. If you have one hour for lunch or if you're in a rush, you need to get somewhere, that convenience factor really does speak volumes. Yeah, I love that. I can't wait to see how that develops as well. And then I know you went to the Best of Cincinnati event this week. How was that? That was awesome. So hosted at the Phoenix downtown, it was put on by City Beat, and a lot of our favorite restaurants and brands were there representing, giving out fun little tchotchkes, and then, of course, taste of what they offer. Holtman Donuts was represented. Gomez Salsa was there. Decibel Chicken. It was a lot of fun. Drinks, food, dancing even. Jolly Plumbing had this fun little game where they brought Literally a toilet. It was clean. And they had these little <laughs> squishy poop emojis that you could toss into like it was cornhole and then you win a prize. But it was oh a riot, God. a lot of fun, and it really was the best of Cincinnati. I love that. That sounds like it was so much fun. Yeah, it was fun. Unfortunately, it only happens once a year, so we have to wait nearly 12 months in order to go again, but definitely <laughs> looking forward to it. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us this week. We love having you and appreciate your updates. And we will talk with you in two weeks. Thanks again for having me. Follow along and I'll look forward to coming back. Great. So for events this week, we have Wine, Women, and Shoes coming up on April 20th. This is going to be a great event. It's going to be super fun. 
It takes place at the Manor House event space and goes from 6 to 10 p.m. Guests will experience a -a one-of-a-kind event featuring wine tastings, designer pop-up shops, charming soul men, and so much more. I'm excited for the fashion show that takes place. And of course, I'm interested to see what kind of food they're serving. Of course. This event is a fundraiser for Cincinnati Cancer Advisors who helps cancer patients seeking a second opinion about their diagnosis so they can walk away with a thorough understanding and have confidence in their plan of care. Mm -hmm. And this is all at no charge to the patient. So this event is a fundraiser for for Cincinnati Cancer Advisors. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, their mission is to find reassurance in cancer diagnoses. We will definitely be at this event, and we're very happy to support their mission. Um, We're going to put a link to get tickets in the show notes. Oh, yeah, this is an event I'm definitely looking forward to, other than the fact that it is at the location where I had my prom, and I was, (laughs) we'll just say, I was not one of those girls who had a great time at prom. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) a little PTSD going on there. But other than that, it's a great mission, and I'm so excited excited that we are involved for sure. Yeah. Now in news, a Mason-based craft brewery is set to open up towards the end of May with its Newport on the Levee outpost. Um, and it's bringing on chef Kobe Bauman, who recently worked at downtown's upscale Royce restaurant, speaking of big restaurants closing. Um, and uh, he was the head, of, the head of the kitchen there. So we, we don't personally know him, but people are speaking really highly of him and we're looking forward to see what he puts on the menu there. And that's at the 16 16 lot. lots, right? Okay. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, I, um, I was reading a little bit about Kobe and he came in pretty late in the game, mm-hmm. um, at Royce and was yeah. really trying to turn things around. And, you know, unfortunately there were things that were completely out of his control just... that he could not, you know, pelt too foregone. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, I'm super cool or I'm super excited to hear what they put on the menu because I think we're going to see good things from this place. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. So we also found out that Shire's Garden has a new chef, um, but we don't really know any details here, but we're happy to see them going in a new direction. Yeah, I did reach out to them. So maybe next episode we can cover a little bit about that because Mm -hmm. Shire's Garden has such a great view, but like the food has been not at the level for me. So yeah, I know it's not your favorite. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Okay. And then Jeff Ruby's is doing a Red's dessert cake. Ooh. Yeah. I need to go in and try that one. I'll, I'll get all the details for you guys next week. Um, but it's one of those like fancy table side cakes that they serve and it looks Mm -hmm. like a Red's helmet. So that's really cool. Nice. It is finally warming up, you guys. I'm so excited. And so we thought that we would give you all a list of some of our favorite places to eat al fresco. So Livery has an outdoor covered seating, the place in Montgomery Quarter that I just talked about, which is nice. Um, There is the view at Shire's Garden. Speaking of, uh, the well has a great outdoor space, which even if it's a little chilly, you can still hang there because they've got great fire. Um, And And then... then There's 20 bricks in Milford, but last time I went there, I really did not love their cocktails or the food, but the (laughs) patio is like amazing. And like they have really good live music and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. I've only been there once for dessert and a cocktail. What we ordered was okay, but yeah, the vibe was good. Yeah. And I need to try them again because yeah, I 
I just think I had a one-off time last time I went. That's fair. Um, and then Cafe Alma, which is, this is your lunch spot for a patio because they close early, their breakfast and lunch. And then I also love Little Miami Brewing, Tahona, both locations actually. And then um, grabbing some food at a food truck and enjoying a band by the river at the Monkey Bar. So definitely check those out if you what? are looking for some river vibes. Yeah, that's a good idea. I didn't even think about the Monkey Bar. Mm-hmm. So, and then some other places I love eating out, I love eating at outside is Nada Downtown, Mm -hmm. the Incline Public House, Bishop's Quarter, and Rhodey Italian, which are Mm. both Loveland. There's Ferraris in Madeira. They have a really pretty patio in the back. Mm -hmm. And then there's Los Santi. And then you went with me to Pins, which they had a really good patio with a great view, but they don't have food. They don't, but you can bring it in. So you can have a cocktail and then like, you know, grab a pizza or grab some Aladdin's or something. You can even with like you. order it in, I think. Um, and then Mesa Loca has a great patio in Hyde Park. And I feel like this is a fun place for people watching. Yeah. You can just like sit out there and see people walk around. Um, Moraline Logger House obviously has a really cool patio and mm-hmm. Bandito Food Park, which I've never been to. No, me neither. And then Mesa Loca actually has two patios because they've got the one out front and then they have one that's kind of like a backyard patio if you what? want like a more, if you want like a more sultry vibe. Yeah. I've never been back there. <laughs> I've always sat in the front. I did not even know they had a back yeah. one. Yeah. It's very cool. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that is it for this week. Um, I hope you are having a wonderful time at the beach and um, (laughs) and can't wait to get you back. And we will have some more updates for you guys in two weeks. So yeah, hopefully uh, I can bring some sunshine back with me. Oh, yes. The weather has picked up since you now actually pretty much kind of starting today it's been kind of ick since you've been gone but it's starting to pick up so we look forward to that all right well we'll see you guys next week bye Bye. thanks for joining us for this episode of cincinnati foodies don't forget to subscribe leave a five-star rating and follow us on instagram If you have any news restaurants to check out or you would like to be featured, you can email us at CincinnatiFoodies513 at gmail.com or slide into those DMs at CincinnatiFoodies on Instagram.